Oh, and then did you see that? Oh, gosh. The first thing I see is this, like, crucified elf on my door. Each do a clap. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the currently unnamed podcast. We'll probably stick with that name. Um, I like it, yeah. Thank you. Uh, it took absolutely no effort to think of whatsoever. I thought it sounded like a masterpiece. Mm. Well, that's just how we roll here at the Community Church Southport. <laughs> anyway, introduce yourself, please. Hi, my name is Sophie. Um... Do I say it like about uni? Like... Well, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> I didn't really have any thoughts. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, I think what the last two guys said was they were prepared to, like, stand up and say, Hello, my name is Emmanuel and I'm an alcoholic. Or something like that. Oh my As gosh! If it was, like, we're here anonymous. for you, Emmanuel. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Sophie. Um... Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> Try not to be guys. Oh my gosh. Um, no, University stresses. University stresses. Yeah, fresh as 30. Like, honestly. No, I, d I don't know. Um, yeah, I go to Edge Hill. Woo! I study sport therapy. Woo! I don't know, like, what do you say when you introduce yourself? Um, Maybe one interesting fact about yourself. That isn't already have been, you haven't already shared I'm, already. like, sick at braiding hair. Really? I'm like so good at it. People should employ me. Like I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm actually really good. Yeah. I'd like to. See, I'd pay to see that. I think. Yeah. Just to see if you. But can. I can show you. Like I did it last night. To so there's a girl in yeah, really at uni. She has like really long dark hair. Mm -hmm. You know Ariana Grande. She has like the yeah. high. Well, mm -hmm. put her hair in a high ponytail. I did this long fishtail. Oh. Ooh, fishtail. Was nice. Yeah. I'm surprised I know what that is, but yeah. I'm very impressed. Thank you. <laughs> It looks like a fish tail. It does. Well, <laughs> I don't really think that it does, but maybe it does. I don't know. Kind of. And maybe I've just eaten too much fish. Maybe. Mm. Anyway, so uh, one of the first things I wanted to ask you was why did you decide to do sports therapy? What was it? Was there any other like things that you wanted to do that you thought, nah, I'll do this instead? Or did God say, oh, I want you to go and like poke people's bodies <laughs> for a living yeah oh gosh um why did i want to do sports therapy i'm still asking myself this question <laughs> fair enough um actually i'm not joking i do actually ask myself that question often um i like when i was younger my mom is a nurse so i've always mm. quite liked medical things um i always found the human body to be quite fascinating um because my mom was a nurse i was like oh i want to be a nurse or i used to call it i want to be a needle doctor because like <laughs> right I went to... sorry specifically the needles <laughs> like when i went to get like you know when you're young you get like yeah. little vaccines or like blood tests or like mom would tell me about this stuff not in a disturbing way like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like i was young but it was very professional anyway um, so I was like, I want to be a needle doctor. And she's like, Sophie, a GP, a GP, you want to be a GP? I was like, okay. Um, and then it progressed and she was, I was like, oh, I want to be a nurse. And then she was like, mm, I'm a nurse and my job is stressful. So I don't think you should do it. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I won't be a nurse. Um, 
but shout out to nurses, they're actually dope. Um, so then I was like, well, I want to do something with the human body, and I was quite sporty. Like, I liked uh, dance, I did a lot of dance, or like gymnastics and things like that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do physio. Because at this point, I had no idea that sport therapy even existed. Like, I was like 12, and I was still figuring out what I wanted to do. Um, which is like, oh my word, you're 12, like, who cares? But I, I, I cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to be a physio. And da, 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 da. So I started to, like, organize my life, like, GCSEs, uh, A-levels, towards that. Um, and when I went to college, I did sports science, which sounds like, oh, you did sports science. Because, like, usually I think most people who do sports science are going to be so hated after this. Like, they get, like, the dregs who are like, oh, I need to do A-levels, but, like, I don't even know what I want to do, and you can do sports <laughs> science, like, bare minimum, scrape through it, zero effort. <laughs> but, like, genuinely, if yeah. you want to get good grades, you do actually have to apply your brain. So I applied my brain, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and in that, I was speaking to the lecturers, and I was one lecturer called... Can I say her name? She's not going to see this. Oh, I didn't Lecturer A. <laughs> lecturer A... Anyway, she was my anatomy and physiology teacher, and she was super nice. And I was like, I'm gonna do physio. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, mm, there's this thing called sports therapy. And then she told me all about it. Mm. And it was, it's basically, physios specialize in health, whereas sports therapists specialize in sport. Sport. <laughs> um, and as soon as I was doing sports science, I was like, oh, this is a really good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did biology as well because mm -hmm. by the time I had changed from wanting to do physio to sport therapy I had already started this whole like chain of events of doing biology because I still didn't know what I wanted to do I was like do I do a doctor do I do like hematology do I, do I become a cardiologist like I didn't know all of these sound very impressive <laughs> um, but then then I yeah anyway so I was like set on this course of doing all these different levels um, and then I changed to wanting to do sports therapy. And then here I am. Mm. I don't know, it was a really long-winded answer. <laughs> That's okay. Anyone who knows me very well will know that I will take any yes or no question to a humongous extent. I so just don't ramble. Worry. I'll answer away. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, and how are you finding it so far? Um, it being online, having to do everything from a computer that might not always work. I mean, it's not what I signed up for. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be like out every day and in person. Like I love being out. Yeah. I love being at home, but like if I wanna be at home, I'm gonna to commit to it. Like I'm mm -hmm. not gonna shower for three days. But if I'm gonna go out, then I'm like, <gasps> yeah. social butterfly. So I was really looking forward to like all the hands-on things and then obviously COVID hit and we're like. <gasps> um, I think the most difficult part is knowing like how much to study what to study for because you're not like in constant contact with the lecturers and like mm -hmm. your peers yeah. um so it's difficult to know all the time what's actually happening um and it's difficult to stay motivated when you're like <laughs> in your flat for most of the hours of the day mm -hmm. um so it's difficult but because i quite like what i'm studying like i think you can make it work yeah yeah so not the best but it's um figuring it out it's cool it's pretty cool, pretty cool. and everything like 
settling into your flat at university and how are you finding that as well and making friends uh, are you able to make friends on your course really because you're not actually having any contact with them might have to like well um in my in my course there yeah that i've made like a couple of friends one really good friend who i'm gonna move in with next academic mm. year um and so we'll often like come together like in the library and things to study so like we've become quite good friends that way yeah um and then in my flat oh my word first 48 hours of university i was like <laughs> i felt so sick i was oh. like anxious i was like oh, i'm gonna die and it was all like in my dorm and then i would leave and i would enter like the kitchen and i'm like la, 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 la. <laughs> I'm handling this perfectly mm. um, and if I get really nervous I get like more chatty than usual usually I'm just like a chatty Cathy and like everyone's like inside like oh my god shut up and then like when I get extra anxious everyone's like but I think because everybody else was quite nervous they didn't know what to say so I think we'll get balanced out evenly but uh, no I my flat that it was quite nice I was really apprehensive because there was like five boys and then wow. two other girls and then me, I have two older brothers, so the boys didn't like Bother scare you. me in yeah. that way. I was just like, mm, it's gonna stink. No offense to your kind, but it's our gonna kind. stink. Our kind. our kind. But no, it's been all right. Like, I think you just have to put them in their place, you know, if they step out of line, honestly. Like, my two other flatmates, they are lovely, but sometimes they obviously not as, like, forceful maybe as I am. Maybe I need to just take a chill pill. But, like, they'll leave their stuff out or, like, they'll come home, like, very not with it. And they'll just be, like, bashful and, like, yeah. pushing around. And I'm like, oh, you watch it. And then they come up to me the next morning and they're like, I'm sorry, Sophie. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> you have a, a power over them. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I came back, like, uh, this time round. Um, mm -hmm. And because they now know I'm a Christian, uh, <laughs> we had this elf on the shelf and uh, they, like, crucified it on my dorm room <gasps> door. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, dear. <laughs> a joke <laughs> oh gosh i was already oh, wow. apprehensive about coming back oh and and did you thing, see that oh gosh the first thing i see is this like crucified elf on my door oh and uh i was like i yeah <laughs> i've been in my room my dorm room for like a half an hour and they came back from this massive aldi shop mm. and they were like coming up the hall with their massive like crates of beer and I was like what did you do <laughs> and they were like oh look look what we did and, like they're so proud of themselves it's like oh my god and and how is the elf now still on my door um, <laughs> I just thought oh might as well stay there <laughs> they created something with it I did take the uh the little pins out of its yeah. feet so now it's just hanging with its two arms mm -hmm. probably more painful for the poor guy but, yeah um, I actually needed pins. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No one else was using them. Has he still got pins in his hands? Yeah. Oh, okay, so then you got He's two still spare. He's hanging on the... Yeah. Mm. So it's 
So if I become desperate, you just mm-hmm. be hanging by one hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, apart from that specific experience, how has it been being, like, a Christian in amongst non-Christians? Like, um, I don't know if you said, but you, like, grew up in a Christian family and stuff like yes. that. Yes. And you went to a Christian school. My whole world was like, Jesus loves you, Jesus mm. loves you, and I was very aware that Jesus loved me. Yes. Which is a super amazing reality to live in but obviously it's like when you get told that everything becomes like oh my gosh i know <laughs> and he's like dude i died for you what are you talking about <laughs> yeah um uh yeah no i i was a bit apprehensive at first but um in my church there are like some really cool people with some really amazing testimonies and they didn't grow up in Christian homes and mm. somehow by some amazing miracle they they'd made it to our church. They'd had like people in their lives at different like periods, so like a couple of them they're like eighteen, twenty. Um and when they tell me about their stories, they're like, Oh my word, at age four I had this aunt who was a Christian and then when I was seven, like I had this friend who was a like it was just amazing how mm. God had weaved people into their life. And I was so determined to not become like lukewarm. One of the biggest fears in coming to uni was I thought that my faith was going to, like, just just Mm -hmm. die. Um, And actually, it's done quite the opposite, which is amazing. Yeah. But they really inspired me to be, like, if I love the reality that I live in, like, with God, then I'm desperate for other people to know that they can Mm. live in this kind of joy and freedom. Um, Because I don't think that that they know just how amazing it is. Um, and I'm aware of how amazing it is or <laughs> how amazing I find it to be and I'd love for them to know it. So when it came to university, I was already so nervous that I was just like, do you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to say as it is. So like one of the best ways is being like, mm, sorry guys, I'm going to go to my Christian union meeting. Um, and then they'd be like, oh, bye. And then I would come back into the kitchen. They'd be like, so you're a Christian. Mm. <laughs> and they'd ask all the questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just being as open and as honest about mm-hmm. it, because then it normalizes it and it's not like <clears throat> weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like it, they... it was, it was confusing at first, mm. but they get used to it. Yeah. And so they're not like openly hostile. Cause I've no, known some people. Some of them do think that I go on dates with Jesus, which <sighs> I just find very confusing. <laughs> You're like, hmm, I, I, I don't know what to make of that. I, yeah, I don't know what, well, yeah, I don't know what odd Sunday school teachers they had, but, <laughs> yeah, hmm. they, yeah, I think it was more the boys that were like, <laughs> safe is going on a date with Jesus, yeah, and then I just be like rolling my eyes. Mm, fair um, but like, for example, like the girls, they were really like nice about it, they would ask loads of questions, yeah, it was good, it was a good mm. response. And like obviously like they see the way that you live your life and the way that you make friends and the people that you mm. keep around you and like all of that is a testimony like sowing seeds. So even mm. if you don't see the fruits of the fruits of your labor, like I'm mm. working dead hard. <laughs> um, like you know that, mm-hmm. that this is going to come back to them later on yeah. in their life. Like Holy Spirit's going to remind them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, one of the things I've kind of noticed from... Uh, interviewing people, say interviewing, trying to do this podcast, mm. is uh, people have had a really 
good time witnessing being a witness to others. Um, I know Chris and Emmanuel may not have had the chance necessarily yeah. to with their um, with people that they know, but uh, I know Shemi has, and and also now you seeing that it was really great uh, to hear that to yeah. see other people being really solid in their faith and being able to show that to others through their yeah. actions and through the way that they live. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, I missed out a question earlier because I'm the way I am. Uh, so do you like actually do any sports or do you yeah. just like, do you like sports at all? Is sports something that you're interested oh, well, in? I or... don't like sports, but I'm doing sports, sports therapy. therapy. Mm. No, um, I, so I do lots of like dance and wow. gymnastics. Cool. Well, I say I do lots. I did lots. I'm not like, and like, I'm not amazing at it, but I just really enjoy it. And like, mm -hmm. I think I understand that world. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like football, rugby, I'm just, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not <laughs> interested. Oh, oh, <laughs> and it's it, like, it gets me like my heart, like, because we're in lectures and all the examples are based on these like big beefy ball yeah. sports or like, you're a cool girl because they're all like footballers. Mm. And I honestly, I couldn't even kick a ball straight. Like, Don't worry, neither can I. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so no, when it comes to sport, that's everything yeah. that I base like my world around. Mm. In, regards, in regards to sport therapy, not my actual world. So in terms of dance, what kind of dances do you do or are you like interested in? My, like the main one would be ballet. Really? I was not good at it. <laughs> like I was very good at bar because when you like stand by the bar, mm, yeah, and you're, because you didn't actually have to move around a lot. It was very like flexibility based mm -hmm. and very much like um, sort of like uh, you yeah like you didn't have to move around a lot. It was more just like moving of the legs and then like mm -hmm. pointing of the toes. There wasn't a lot to think about, yeah. so I could like logically work through it. And then when like when we would go to like the floor and we do like routines, I would be able to do them. I would just be like. <laughs> but I had a great time, so I didn't yeah, really care. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not going to be some sort of prima ballerina. I just enjoy mm. doing this stuff. Um, but yeah, that was that was my favorite. So actually, you probably answered this already. But if there wasn't, if you weren't doing sports therapy, do you know what you would be doing? In a very practical sense. Um, I would probably be, well, during lockdown, I got a job in a care home, not for the elderly, but they were for like um, mentally and physically mm -hmm. challenged people. Um, that was a lot of hard work, but it was so much fun. Um, so I would yeah. probably literally be doing that right now um, mm. if I wasn't doing sports therapy. I've definitely thought about this. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll just become a builder. <laughs> maybe I'll be a postwoman. Um, oh, I don't know. You could do anything. That's the thing. Oh, in like a in like a real like if I like had all the things. Yeah, if you magically wanted... work out for me. Mm. If everything magically worked out, for, I think I probably would love to be some sort of like prima ballerina, mm. like and have like just doing ballet be like my everyday life that would be sick oh my gosh um but yeah if not like sports therapy then something else medical so maybe even a nurse um or maybe like like a missionary nurse like something like that mm. anything that 
like requires me helping someone like ever since a young age like i definitely like felt god say like you're here to help people Mm. i don't know i really enjoy it like i quite like people in general so i'm like oh my word tell me everything um anything yeah anything medical anything people-based that's what i'd be doing yeah so you talk a lot about nursing but you didn't talk about like being like a doctor is doctor not what you would want to do over being in my head i'm like I do not think I would be smart enough to be a doctor, which I know sounds like, oh my god, don't put yourself down. Mm. But like, I, I genuinely don't think that I would. Maybe I would be. Um, but like, it's a lot of years of study. Like, I never really felt like being a doctor, like, put on my heart. Mm. Um, if anything, then I suppose a GP is, is like a doctor, but even then, I was, I don't know. Maybe. They're very different jobs, though, if you think about it. Yeah, like, I quite liked the demographic of, of people that nurses get to interact with, which I know is essentially the same as a doctor, but, like, the, I feel like nurses are more sort of versatile and they can go to literally anywhere. So can mm-hmm. doctors, but more often than not, I think it's easier to, like, dot around. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't even know, somebody's watching this and being like, mm, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't fact check us. (laughs) Don't fact check me. Um, Oh, yeah. And also with nurses, like, you can go up bands and then down bands. And it's like you get more responsibility, less responsibility. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Would you want to travel? Yes, I'd love to travel. But, like, not even just, like, travel for the sake of traveling. To be like, Mm. oh, my God, I've been to Morocco. Like, my geography is bad. I don't even know what Morocco (laughs) is. Like, but I, I quite like seeing the sights. Like, I'm not mm. like a, like a tourist, but I, I love going on hikes and like looking at um, views and things like that. Like, we had a holiday in the Lake District once. Mm. First time of my life, I was like, am I in The Hobbit? Am I in The Lord of the Rings? This is dope. <laughs> We'd like reach the top of a mountain and there'd be like this ridiculously beautiful like silver lake and I'm like, freaking. <sighs> yeah, so I'd love to travel and do that. If you thinking like Hobbit and like uh, Lord of the Rings sort of landscapes, New Zealand. New Zealand. We have friends from New Zealand mm. and they are amazing and they are always tell us about like how like beautiful it is. Mm. You haven't been? No. Oh, I've I've not been either. But <laughs> I, I really want to go. <laughs> they've like they've like invited invited us and invited me and I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to go but like obviously I feel like it's one of those really polite things that they say. It's like, of course you can, but like in reality, like I'm not free till nah. January 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. And there's this massive thing going on. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called a pandemic. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I would hate for like someone to have like made this their gap here. Oh gosh. Oh, that would gosh. be the biggest gut punch. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I knew a couple of people, they were like, uh, they, yeah, they were putting all of their university degrees on hold, and they were like, do you know what, I'm just not feeling uni at the moment, so I'm just going to go travel. So they would like defer it for a year, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, and they are devastated. Mm. They're like, oh, I'm just sat at home. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh that's yeah, not, not okay. Oh, well, at least, at least you didn't do that you went straight into uni 
It's yeah, classes I think like online. I was tempted to do the whole like gap mm, here thing, but then I think it was just me being a basic person to be like, I just want to travel. And then I was like, I don't know anything about any of the countries. <laughs> I can barely speak English. Like, what are you talking about? So when I do get to travel at some point, I will need a guide. Mm. So hopefully it'll be like, mm, I live in Scotland and now we're best friends. And I'm like, oh, let's go. <laughs> that kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, otherwise I'd be lost. Okay, fair enough. Right. Sophie, thank you so much for doing this. Yay! <laughs> I hope you've had a reasonable time. It's been great! Good, I'm glad. I've actually thoroughly enjoyed this as well. <laughs> I hope I hope everything has worked out and uh, I'm not being too much of a spoon. Even if it hasn't, it's okay. <laughs>